Hello there, friends, foes, enemies, men, women, children, and recently transgendered. This is not the Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Tonight Show. You're watching The Right Show Podcast. We come to you each and every week from various hotel rooms around the world to make you laugh, make you smile, and make you think as we wake America up with laughter. This week, Lizzo has gone bananas, literally. Ilhan Omar tells you who's racist and who isn't. We're all racist. I'm racist. You're racist. We can be racist. Okay. Hungary's prime minister, Orban, gets real on Joe Biden. Woo. And sports, sports, sports. It's all happening right here, right now on your favorite podcast. This is The Right Show. Where do you live and what is your favorite fruit? Please put it in the comments because we're going to dig in deep on Lizzo. Lizzo goes bananas. You may or may not have heard this, but I'm going to have to let you know that her backup dancers are accusing her of fat shaming. So here I am. Every time I made a single comment about Lizzo, I was accused of fat shaming Lizzo. Little did you Nizzo, she was doing that behind your bizzos with her own hizzos. The civil lawsuit filed Tuesday in Los Angeles Superior Court claims Lizzo pressured her dancers and made them engage in nude performances at a club in Amsterdam. She made them eat bananas out of the female performer's hoo-hahs, and she would make fun of them and shame them for putting on weight gain before firing them in the end. So that comes to us from all the publications, and isn't that amazing? You knew if there was a scandal involving Lizzo and her dancers, that food was gonna be involved, am I right? There was no way it was going to be fat-free. Well, it's not Lizzo's fault. Obviously, when you want to get a bunch of big dancers on stage with you, and that was her image. Hey, we're big. We're proud. We're loud. In a minute, I'm going to need a sentiment man a woman to pump me up. Well, guess what? She slipped. She went a little too far with the banana as they peeled it, put it in the Amsterdam performer, and then they made the girls eat one at a time and part of gaining those calories, but also uh, looks like her bubble got burst. So let's take a look over the years at Lizzo and what she's been all about. The warning signs were always there, folks. Every time I made a joke, I swear to goodness, uh, everybody would make fun of me. And take a look right here. This was one of her first headshots, okay? So obviously she has a thing for bananas. And when you can't get a man banana, you got to go for the ones you can pick off a tree. We come right down here and we take a look. There was more and more signs the further and further you dug in there. Uh, so she did make a false step. She slipped. And right here, even her outfit looks like a banana that exploded. Maybe in a lunch pail. Remember how your mom would give you a banana and she wouldn't keep it safe? Now the kids have a banana plastic container. But back in the day, it was uh, it was every banana for itself. So yeah, this looks like a banana that split. In fact, we should call her Banana Splizzo. What do you think of that name? Now, I want to show you some pictures of what her backup dancers look like when you see them all lined up. Take a look here, folks. I know I'm not supposed to do any fat shaming, but Lizzo was doing it herself. Now, we went from the fly girls to the thigh girls, the family chicken thigh girls, whole bucket right there. We got from left to right, not a single gal under 350. And if you come right here, we got even more, and they were encouraged to dance and jump on the stage. And I think at this point, we really just need to give it up for the stage for being able to handle that much. Give it up for the stage. Come on. 
Now, just two or three Lizzo's on one stage is like having 10 in sinks at the same time. And I guarantee if you look at that stage, by the end of the concert, it's ready for the X Games. Thanks, Tony Hawk. Well, as we all know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Sorry, Lizzo, but you're going to be taking a little hit with that banana split. And I think most of America agrees that we're not supposed to fat shame, but if you're doing it, it's open season on the Lizzo party. Now, I've decided to help women know that you can be any shape you want, but I just want to tell you for the best health and the best life and the longevity of being around for as long as possible that you should watch it a little bit and try to just do the best you can, all right? I'm not here to pick on anyone, but if you find yourself going to a lot of fast food restaurants, all right, the warning signs are there. In fact, the warning signs are in the names of the restaurants. Quiz, should you be eating? No, Quiznos. You have enough food for five guys. You're not even gonna be able to walk around unless you have canes. You're going to fast food restaurants, you're going back home, pretty soon you're just going in and out. You've got fried chicken filling up that ass, Chick-fil-A. Most importantly, you're gonna look like a zoo animal in a hurry, Panda Express. Then you can't get in the regular twin size bed and you gotta go to the full size. After the full size, you need a Dairy Queen. Next, you need a Burger King. When will it stop? Not until Jack is in the box. Folks, at your funeral, they're only gonna be able to play a Taco Bell. So when you ask me, Kayvon, what should she do? I think Lizzo should stop promoting her splizzo and do a little banana split action, jog like she's at Sonic. And if she would like to, I would love to help her and make her a smoothie king instead of a burger or dairy queen. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. Ilhan Omar, the racist person that is in Congress, she was brought here as a refugee. She should love America more than anyone. Instead, she hates America, coming straight from Minnesota. This country is not fair for people like me. We hear this all the time from the Democrats. Here she is deflecting all other crime from other points of view and saying, actually, white supremacy is the biggest problem we are facing. A lot of conservatives in particular would say that the rise in Islamophobia is a result not of hate, but of fear, a legitimate fear, they say, of quote-unquote jihadist terrorism, whether it's Fort Hood or San Bernardino or the recent truck attack in New York. Uh, what do you say to them? I would say uh, uh, our, our country should be more fearful um, of, of, of white men across our country because they are actually um, causing uh, most of the deaths within this country. Um, and so if fear was the, the driving force of, of, of policies to keep America safe, Americans safe inside of this country, um, we should be uh, profiling, monitoring, um, and, uh, and, and creating policies to fight the radicalization of white men. Jay nasty, nasty person. You know, she looks like a James Bond villain. First of all, she has a very fresh face and a smile as she says the most evil things you have ever heard in your life. Imagine if uh, if we put the shoe on the other foot. She said, first of all, I think white man is the problem in America. We should be more fearful um, of, of, of white man. Try replacing that word with black and going on TV and see if you ever get elected 
if you ever go into Congress, if you ever get put in a senatorial position, become the president, the white man is problem. So this comes to us from a very ingrateful immigrant who should be touting all the benefits of America. Instead, she is a hater with a smile. Folks, if you think that's okay, please put it in the comments. If you think Ilhan is ill-brained, put that in the comments too. I'm curious of hearing your opinion. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. There is someone of a similar color to Ilhan Omar who actually loves the country, Officer Brandon Tatum. And I thought this was very funny because Officer Tatum, who if you follow him, he's hilarious, but he found a funny clip and posted it. Because there really is no racism in America other than what the left is promoting every day. The left likes to fight things that don't exist, so they feel like they're doing something. They scare you with it, and they get a lot of votes. What are the top things that don't exist? Those are the top three things the left wants to fight. Racism. It's hard to quantify if you're beating it or not because it's everywhere. Ooh. The climate. Ah. Well, it's hard to quantify the climate because uh, what are we going to do? Uh, there's no way of knowing. And, of course, white supremacy. Ah, oh, the systematic white people who think they're better than everyone. If this was a white supremacist country, Ilhan Omar wouldn't be in office. The Rock wouldn't be the highest paid actor. Kevin Hart wouldn't be the highest paid comedian. Obama would not have been elected twice. Kamala Harris would not be the vice president. A white supremacist country would not allow any of this. So these are the things that the radical left are lying about. Brandon Tatum has a better idea. Watch him laugh at the idea of racism and laugh at stereotypes. Give me your money, Oh, calm down, bro. You calm down. Just hurry up. Are you a black guy? Are you serious? What? What, just because I'm robbing you mean I'm black? Well, I mean... Why would you think that? I don't know, maybe because you're robbing me and you're black? How you know I wasn't a white guy? Because, bro, you, you talk black. Excuse me? Talk black? Sorry, sorry. I mean... Talk African-American. I didn't know black was a language. Look, man, I didn't mean to offend you, okay? I, I was nervous. How would you feel if I just assumed you was a gardener? I am a gardener. <laughs> How would you feel if I assumed you was in a mariachi band? I, I'd be fine with it. I love mariachi. How would you feel if I assumed you was illegal? Oh, okay. Calm down. That's too far. Who are you even talking to? Doesn't feel too good. Does it? Okay, well, how would you feel if I assumed you need to pay child support? How would you feel if I assumed all you did was get drunk and watch soccer? Uh, how would you feel if I assumed you only eat chicken and watermelon? How would you feel if I assumed you only eat tacos and, and, and fajitas? Well, how would you... Damn, I could really go for a taco right now, actually. Hey, actually, I, I could do the same. It's actually an amazing taco truck down the street. Oh, really? I gotta check that out. You, you probably won't like it, though, because they don't have grape soda. <laughs> you know the difference between a Hispanic and a stoner? What? Stoners have papers. You know the difference between a black father and a boomerang? What's that? Boomerang comes back. What's your favorite band? Juan Direction? What's really long and black? <laughs> the line at KFC. That that one's kind of funny. I, I like that one. It's good, right? I like Juan Direction, I'm not gonna lie. It was a good one, right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad, it wasn't bad. Who made this? Who made this? Who made this? That's what America's all about. Laughing, joking together. That's a very funny video because the guy was robbing him and he got offended while doing the robbery. That is some juicy Smollett's level stuff if I've ever seen it. Tell me if you like that in the comments and I will see you in just a moment with a whole lot more of The Right Show. We all know Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown had the best show on TV. Well, he is one of the most forward-thinking, moderate conservatives in the media. Now, he's one of those old uncles now where he can just say whatever he wants and he don't care what anybody has to say about it. So we can all love Judge Joe Brown. Watch what he has to say about Joe Biggity Biden versus Donald Trump. Is Trump a racist? I don't think so. 
I have talked to a number of black entrepreneurs who back in the late 80s and 90s, were early 90s, were trying to get financing. They couldn't. Somebody told them to go check with Donald Trump. So they come back and tell me they got a loan from Donald Trump. He gave them a term loan, show up with the interest and the principal, one check. But they had to go see him personally. They independently relate this tale that when they saw him, he said, this is what you're supposed to pay me? This our agreement? Say, yeah. And then tore the check up, shook their hands, and congratulations. Now run your business. He didn't have any problem with dating a black woman, walking her down red carpets. Most people don't know this. He did was the finance man behind Jesse Jackson's two runs for president. Wow. Wow. So the radical left media will call you three or four different things to try to ruin your good name. Racist, rapist, or anti-scientist or something like that. So we're going to keep our eye on those three things. If you ever hear in the left calling someone a racist, a rapist, or an anti-scientist, then you just know they're probably okay. And let's wait till Judge Brown has something to tell us about it. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. Now, if you're like me, you're in America, you haven't thought about Hungary a whole lot lately. But Hungary happens to be kind of one of the best countries in Europe right now. They have national pride. They believe in their border. They're not going woke. They're not going broke. Listen to what Prime Minister Orban has to say about Trump versus Biden. What is wrong with Joe Biden? No, no, it's not, it's, it's not my job to criticize the head of the United States, you know. It's, it's not a good business idea anyway. Uh, so. But you would rather, but you would certainly, but you would rather there was a no, different, no, 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 you would rather there was a different leader I, of the no, United I States. Would, I, I would rather say that, uh, you know, the American Democrats are far more ideologically led than the Republicans. And the Democrats always like to convince you and sometimes force you how to live, you know? And I don't like it, you know? We have our own culture. The culture defines how we live. Don't interfere, please. Don't educate us. Don't say what is good, what is bad, what is liberal. You know, we don't like that. It's not your job. But it's is... not the job of the Americans and any other nation. It's the Hungarian job. That's, that's so simple. But there is... Donald Trump understands it. That's important. Donald Trump understands it. See, the left wants to go to Afghanistan and fly the new LGBTQIAA2SP plus negative sign flag over the embassy. That's all well and good. You're going to educate Afghan how they should be more gay. And by the way, the flag is getting really ugly. It used to be a rainbow, which is kind of glaring. But now there's like purple and brown lines zigzagging through the rainbow. Very, very ugly. Uh, not befitting of a gay stylist. With that said... Then they just pull out of Afghan, and anyone who waved that purple, brown, yellow flag is now hanging from a skyscraper because the left, they just want to inflict everything upon people, and then when they give up, walk away from it, causing real damage. Viktor Orban says, we don't want you to educate us. We don't want your ideas of how we should live. Every culture is different for a reason. Stay away, USA. And if USA is going to keep acting like Joe Biden has been acting, ah, unfortunately, I have to side with the Hungarians on that one. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why, and we can. 
We end the cancer as we know it. To be a sleepy, stupid moron to claim you cured cancer. Now, this is the same guy who says he never did any business dealings with his son, Hunter, but he's been caught on all kinds of phone calls doing business dealings with Hunter. He said he's never taken any documents home. He was found with multiple boxes of documents in his garage. He says he can jog and ride bikes. He falls up the stairs and he falls off the bike. So it is no surprise that this guy also was lying when it comes to none other than curing cancer. Watch this and please leave in the comments if you think Joe Biden has cured cancer. Oh boy. And folks, you know, I don't know what the difference between breaking your arm and having a mental breakdown is. It's health. There's no distinction. It's health. Vivek Murthy, who's a, our Surgeon General, and I talk about this issue a lot. You know, in the last two State of the Union addresses, I've laid out what I call the unity agenda. It's made up of four big things that we're going to do together as a nation. One of the things I'm always asked is, you know, uh, why, why Americans uh, have sort of lost faith for a while and being be able to do big things. If you could do anything at all, Joe, what would you do? I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why, and we can. We ended cancer as we know it. We ended cancer as we know it. Well, then how do we know it now? I guess we know it as Joe Biden. He is the current cancer and the last thing we need to end so we can move forward in this beautiful country. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. Tour dates. I hope to see you at each and every one of these shows if you live in the area or send a friend and say, hey, go support this guy. He's making me laugh every week. Take a look at these tour dates. I can't wait to show you. Mondovi, Wisconsin. We have a Irvine, California date. We have San Diego. Someone book me for a private party. You can too. Hit me on my website for that. We have San Diego. Then we have Vancouver, Raleigh. We just canceled DC. We have St. Louis, Indianapolis, and Edmonton, Canada. All that and more on caveoncomedy.com. See you there. Now, my merchandise is flying off the shelves. And if you like comedy and you like merch, this is how you keep the show alive and you get a cool gift to wear. You wear it to the show. It's like, hey, that person already saw my comedy clips because he's wearing the shirt at the show. That happens more and more each and every week. Here's what one of the shirts looks like. Of course, it's sandals, hoodies, jackets, hats, you name it. During the pandemic, they shut down a lot of these restaurants. I was like, I have an idea for a Vietnamese restaurant. We'll make it a drive-through only Vietnamese restaurant. Drive-through only, you take the ingredients, you eat them at home. I already got the name picked out. Go fa yourself. <laughs> Politicians like, you're not essential. Go fa yourself, we open. Vietnamese. Vietnamese, that's my favorite kind of Asian. You know why I like Vietnamese? Because the food is delicious. They have a soup. It's spelled P-H-O. You ever heard of that soup? Yeah. Yep. When I went there, first time, I go, can I try your pho? The lady's like, it's not pho, it's pho. Then I realized the name of her restaurant was hilarious. It was good for you. I'm like, damn, that's funny, man. I'm like, this is good for me. That's good. But then I started looking for Vietnamese food all around the world. I went to Las Vegas. I kid you not, there's a lady there named Kim Long. So she opened her own restaurant and named it after herself. It's called Pho Kim Long. Accident? I don't know. Pho yourself. It is now time to talk about sports, sports, sports. We all love sports, and that's what unites the country until the sports stars started getting political and paid for being radical leftists, kneeling for the flag, hating on the anthem, putting their fist in the air, and that made them profitable. But then all the kids are like, that's what I want to do, and it's very damaging to our beautiful country. 
the country that made putting a ball into a circle a multi-million dollar endeavor. What? A bunch of people invented a game called basketball, and now it has single-handedly put more people in the multi-million dollar status than any other career, I think, other than maybe, maybe baseball and football for the African-American community. But I think it's basketball has probably been a breakout sport for them. But here we are. We have the NBA, and now they're trying to push the WNBA. Nobody really likes the uh, WNBA, and the NBA has to take a portion of their earnings every year and give it to the WNBA to subsidize them playing. Then they have to take a portion of how much TV time the NBA gets, and they have to kind of give them a percentage to the WNBA, even though nobody wants to watch the WNBA. So it's just like a, like a gimme. And you get enough freebies, and these women start thinking, well, we're just as good as them. We're both on TV. Yeah, but the viewership is way off. Here's how you prove it. Look at the real people in the streets. Kind of like when Biden does a rally versus Trump. That's when you know what's really going on. Take a look. Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic at the head of that fire truck, still celebrating, cheering on the fans. Their families are on that truck as well. It's like a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> They're trying to get through the peeps and get to the final destination, and they're almost here. Are more people in the bus celebrating the win for the WNBA than were on the streets that even wanted to meet or greet them. Now you saw the Nuggets in Denver they couldn't even get the bus down the street, swarmed with people just trying to get a glimpse of the world champion basketball team and the WNBA. It's just not happening. 30, 40 years they've been pushing this on the American people. I, I love swimming. I'm a great swimmer, but it's not a professional televised sport. So despite how much I love it and how hard I work to swim, it was not a career path. The market has decided. WNBA you're done. We don't need to see a bunch of women missing layups. You can't even beat a junior high local team, not a national. You get the WNBA, the professionals from all over the, the, the U.S., and they could play just a good junior high team like LeBron James's kids played on one of these, the Ball brothers, LaMelo and Danello and Camelo and all that. These guys, they, watch some of the footage of what they're doing in junior high. They're dunking. They're doing behind the back. They're doing under the legs. It's amazing. So I pegged the WNBA skill level right around 12 to 13-year-old boys. And you want TV time and pay? Oy vey. Please put in the comments if you love the WNBA. And please give me a reason why. We'll be right back. All right. So women's professional soccer. Same thing as the WNBA. Not a lot of people care. Now, they are pushing this. If you open up your Facebook, you open up your Instagram feed, hit the Explore page, it is women's soccer, women's World Cup, women's, women's. And even women are like, and can I see what the Kardashians are wearing? Nobody cares. But here we are. We have to force it on each other. I want you to take a look at what a weekend league did to the women's national soccer team. These are a bunch of guys who drink you know, a pint of beer and go out and play for fun. And the women were like, we're going to beat you because all the men have to be 59 years old and older, 60 and older. And the women are in the prime of their life. Take a look. 
So I think they played like a two or three scrimmage games. And the women keep saying, well, it was just a scrimmage. That wasn't a real game. They lost six to zero. They couldn't even score. I think at the end, one of the guys kicked the ball into his own just to be like, hey, you got one. But, you know, it's just like, really? So the thing is, if you say, hey, we're working hard, we're women, we're doing our best at soccer, you have America's support. But did you see the way she was yelling at the guy? You're going down. We're going to show you what's up. And the guy was like kind of chubby, a little out of shape, handsome, you know, older good gentleman going. <laughs> but he knew he was going to win. And he had to listen to all that trash talk. Enough is enough. You know, it, it's like having your little brother go up to the Yankees and be like, my T-ball team won way more trophies than you guys. You guys didn't win last year. We won the series. You're in a whole different league. Look at her talking. Okay, okay. Here's what you can do to have fun at a women's soccer or basketball game. Try the new field stunt. These guys got it down. They used to just rush on the field and they kept getting tackled. So now this guy hired two of his buddies, three of his buddies, to be the secret service to protect him while running on the field. <laughs> if you missed at the end he kind of they're protecting the uh the big booty streaker or whatever you call those people that run on the field at games and i thought that was hilarious he puts on like i don't know 10 pairs of underwear or puts a pillow in there and pulls his shorts and he's always running this guy he's been known to do it but now he has three or four secret service guys and each time the the staff goes to get him boom they get tackled it was hilarious Hey, I hope you like that. And if you like comedy, come see my show, the website, kvoncomedy.com, K-V-O-N comedy.com, because uh, we're having a lot of fun out there. We're riffing with the crowd. We're doing pre-prepared material, mixture of both. Some comics right now, all they do is talk to the crowd. Hey, where are you from? Really? Wait, what? You're from there? Okay. What do you do for work? What? No way. You do that. You know, you want a comic that actually has prepared something to go along with it. But I can riff with the crowd too. Take a look. Are you half Persian? I heard I heard you in the back. You said I'm half. I'm six percent. Six percent Persian. Does anyone know how you get six percent of a child? How do you get to six percent of ethnicity? I don't know. I'm trying to think how that worked. There's like. How did you do that, sir? I, I, I want to... My, my family slept around. Your family slept around. My mom was with a hundred dudes. Six of them were Persian, all right? And I believe whatever they put in there, you get a little bit of that. 
I'm 28% Mexican. Watch out for that. That's, no, okay, so 6%. Did, but did you do the, oh, wait a minute. I know how you took the 23 and me. Okay, I thought he was just going through his family tree. All right, so this shit went 6%. No, that's cool. Thank you for coming, though. What's your name? Dano. Dano. So the other 94% is Italian, huh? Dano. <laughs> Dano. Fucking Dano. 6%. You're 6% Italian. <laughs> this guy just doesn't want to get canceled. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. He does a black joke. No, no, I'm 6% black. Don't worry about it. They say one drop. I got six drops. I can do it. I can say that word. I can say that word. I'm 6%. I can say that word. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. That was the end of the Right Show podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We laughed, we cried, we gave dietary advice. And I want to say thank you to all the people that threw a tip in the bucket for my birthday podcast, episode 121 in the bag. We have a uh, 1999 from Helen. Thank you so much, giving me uh, discounted prices. And Beth Coddington, $50, which means we got to $121 in donations, tips in the bucket. And for that, we have to do a little hip, hip, hooray. Thank you for the coins as usual. And remember, tell your friends about this podcast. Tell your friends about the comedy shows because uh, this is essential regardless what they say. If you want to watch the full one-hour comedy special I just put out, order it on caveoncomedy.com under the shop. We are a freedom of speech platform. We say truth matters. So we tell the truth through comedy and we make America wake up with laughter each and every week. So give your local podcast uh, subscription service a five-star review for us right here, right now, and we will appreciate that. It's now time for me to go on stage in Dallas, Texas. So until next time, thanks for watching and have a good day.